Welcome to Passive Income Group 360, the podcast for new and upcoming entrepreneurs who are ready to stop living from paycheck to paycheck and finally achieve real financial freedom. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. I've been a solo attorney for 20 years, but in 2019, I began my search for the best sources of passive income. Now, each and every Friday, I share with you everything I've learned along the way. No fake gurus, no flashy Lambos, just real information that you can use today. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Passive Income Group 360, the podcast. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. Thank you so much for joining me. If you've been here before, thank you for coming back. I appreciate that. If it's your first time here, welcome to you too. I really appreciate you being here. And I want to send a special shout out to my friend, my sister, Pauline. Um, She's about to start a new venture and I'm so excited. And I didn't tell her that I was shouting her out, but I want to see if she's listening to the episode because I know she'll mention it if she hears her name. So I haven't told her yet, but I'm hoping that she'll be uh, my first guest on the show. Yeah, Pauline, I want you to be my first guest. So yeah, welcome to you too. And I was checking the analytics and I just had to send a thank you to everyone who was supporting the podcast because I realized there are people who are listening from all over the world, really, Um, the UK, uh, Scotland, Ireland, Morocco, Peru, um, Germany. And I just want to say thank you for listening because it really does mean a lot. And I also need to apologize because this episode is uh, a little late. I meant to download it last Friday because I kind of left you hanging um, with part three of this How Do You Start a Business series. So I apologize if you were waiting for that last, um, the last part of that series to drop. Um, if it's your first time here, forget what I said. Nothing's late. We're on time as usual. <laughs> so I do want to pick up where we left off. Um, the last thing I mentioned in the checklist, and if you go back two episodes, um, you can catch up and hear the first um, two parts of it. I broke the list down into three parts. And there were 17 items in total. And uh, we left off with creating a daily or weekly production or work schedule. So now we're down to the last, I think it's five, one, two, three, four, maybe five items on our checklist, which is a new business checklist. And these are all the things that you'll need to do before you launch your online business. And as I mentioned in the previous parts, Not everything is required for every business, right? This is just a comprehensive list. So if there's something on there that doesn't apply to your business, then of course you just skip it, right? But just to be thorough, I believe these are the 17 steps that you would need to um, complete before you can actually launch your business. So where we left off is uh, detailing a marketing plan. So At this point, you've already identified what business you want to start. You have set up a timeline to your launch. You've selected a business name. You've claimed your domain name. So you've got a website. You have all the legal stuff in order. You have your licenses, permits, whatever things you might need, a tax ID. You've opened your checking account. So you have a separate business account. So you're not uh, commingling your personal funds with your business uh, revenue. You have a list of products you'd like to sell, 
you have your production schedule so you know you know when you'll be able to actually create these products. And so now you have to figure out how you're going to share your masterpiece with the world because there's no point in creating anything if no one knows about it. So this is one of the biggest parts. This is one of the highlights of this whole checklist. And, you know, a marketing plan should really include several things. You want to reach out using some type of uh, search engine or social media platform. Now, I know a lot of people, you know, they really aren't too familiar with some of the social media platforms like TikTok or Instagram or Snapchat. And that's fine. You don't have to be on every social media platform. If you're familiar with Facebook because you have a a personal Facebook page, then just create a business Facebook page and just focus on that one. There's no point in, you know, creating accounts on all of them because then you'll have to actually post content on all of them. You know, I did suggest that you, um, you know, claim your business name on all the platforms so no one else can claim it so that when you blow up, you know, someone else cannot, you know, (laughs) pretend that they're you and open up a platform with your business name. But that doesn't mean that you have to be active on every platform. And it's just a lot of work to try to do that unless you're someone that just loves social media and you want to do that. You know, if if that's what you want to do, then, hey, go for it. But I would suggest maybe one social media platform that you're comfortable with and um, a search engine like YouTube or Pinterest or, you know, even starting a blog or podcast. But you want to create some type of platform where people can search for you somehow um, and where people can find you because you've got to start to build some type of an audience and you have to start um, providing some type of valuable content somewhere. So for that part, I would say, you know, pick the platforms that are comfortable for you. Don't, you know, this is your business. So you don't want to go into a business already hating it because you hate, having to create videos. Ugh, now I have to create a YouTube, uh, YouTube channel. You don't. Oh, I hate talking. I don't want a podcast. You don't have to have a podcast either, but maybe think about a blog. And if you just hate writing, maybe you can outsource that. If you've got the funds to pay for someone um, to write you know, blog posts for you, maybe you can do that. But at least you'll have a website where you can you know, start providing content. So now once you have these platforms identified, you know, what are you going to do with it? Well, you want to post regularly. So if you've got that Facebook account or the Instagram account, depending, and that depends on what type of business that you're opening as well. If you are going into some type of business where you can, um, you know, post nice images, things like that, then maybe Instagram you know, wouldn't be uh, such a bad idea. Uh, But people do tend to go on there to look at, you know, pictures and and things like that, not necessarily to go shopping. Uh, If you're actually producing, you know, t-shirts or mugs or physical products, um, you can post it on a platform like Instagram or Facebook, but you may have better success on Pinterest. People do go on Pinterest looking 
for something in particular. And you can create boards surrounding your particular product type and people will go on there and search. And if there's something that they like, you know, maybe they'll click on it and it'll take them directly to your website. So you have to just kind of think about what type of product or service you're offering and which platform is most appropriate. If you're offering online courses or coaching or consulting, um, you may want to look at LinkedIn. I see a lot of um, course creators offering, you know, different type of educational products and things related to that on LinkedIn. It's just a totally different audience. TikTok and LinkedIn, I mean, that's, well, <laughs> they're different audiences. So you just have to kind of know who it is you're trying to attract. So now you have, hopefully you have a website, whether you have a blog on there or not, that's fine. But hopefully you do have a website and you are able to set something up where you can attract people to the website and then collect their email addresses while they're there. So unfortunately in 2020, it's not enough to just have a contact form on there. You know, back in the day, you could just have a contact form and all you had to do is just ask for an email address and people would just put it in there, you know, to get newsletters or updates or whatever. But now, um, because we get so much spam in our email inboxes, it's, you have to work a little bit harder to get people's email addresses. So you, you've got to provide something in exchange for it. So part of your marketing plan, I think, would probably be, you know, to create some type of freebie so that when they come to your website, you can offer them either a discount, you know, with a promo code in exchange for their email address or some type of a checklist or tracker, depending on your, your um, niche and your uh, product or service. If you are in the health and fitness niche, maybe you can offer a free you know, water intake tracker or a healthy meal planner, and they can download that in exchange for them providing your e their email address. And then once you have their email address, you can set up some type of automation, maybe down the road, where um, you can send them an email saying, you know, thank you for downloading, you know, this checklist. I see you're interested in creating healthy meals. Well, if you're interested in creating healthy meals, maybe you'd be interested in my program where I teach people how to lose 100 pounds in six months you know, you can use that information to try to sell products to your email list down the road. So don't, you know, if you, if you don't have any type of email automation, or if you have no idea what I'm talking about, don't worry about it. But when you start, when you have your website from the beginning, try to start collecting emails because at some point you'll want to be able to reach out to the people on your website. So just start collecting the email addresses. You know, um, there are people who have followings on YouTube and other social media platforms. You know, you could have a million, two million followers on any social media platform and reach out to your followers that way. But what happens if they decide, you know, you know, we're not doing this anymore. We're not, we're not allowing anyone to uh, post these types of videos on our platform anymore. Or like TikTok, they were threatening to, to close TikTok or shut TikTok down. What if there was no more Instagram or there was no more Twitter? Then 
you you have nothing. <laughs> you don't own those followers. You don't have any way to reach out to those millions of people who have been following you all this time. And you have to start over. And that's that'll be horrible. If you have an email list, then you know, it may still be bad that the social media platform is no longer there for you, but you have the email addresses. That's yours. You own that. So make sure you start um, thinking about collecting that information now. So once you have your marketing plan and you, you know how you want to share your information and with whom, then you can go ahead and start creating. So whatever it is you are going to sell, start cranking them out. To physical products, uh, digital downloads, printables. Go ahead and start making whatever it is you know it is you plan on selling, and then you know launch your marketing strategy. Because you don't want to start. I mean, you can't really start marketing um, if you don't have any product at all. Um, you may not want to make a ton of things until you can kind of validate your idea. But you do want to start creating, start cranking some of that stuff out. Once you first share your products or services, you'll want to take a poll somehow and kind of get an idea of what it is your target audience wants specifically. So you know that if you want to go into a business creating printables or digital downloads in general, and you start creating those, and maybe you get a few sales or you get a little bit of an interest, contact those people and ask them. What type of printable would you want specifically? That way, you know that the items that you're creating have a market. You know you can sell them because it's what your what your people have already like specifically asked for. So, you know, if you have emails, you can contact people that way with some type of a survey or just a direct email. Um, maybe you can put do a poll or something like that on Instagram asking you know, any followers you may have, hey, you know, what type of printable would you, would you need or would you, what would be helpful to you? This way, you know that what you're creating will be, um, it, it'll be marketable. And it's something that people actually do want. You don't want to create too many products and then find out that nobody wants it. Okay. So that's important. And then once you have your marketing strategy, then go ahead and launch. You have your products, you have a strategy and go ahead and launch. Um, whatever strategy you've created, go ahead and implement it. And you'll look at your sales or lack of sales and you have to adjust as necessary. Um, it's always possible that you'll create something and you launch it and there's not as much interest as you'd hoped. That's always a possibility. It's not the end of the world. You just look at what you have, reach out to your target audience and maybe tweak the product, uh, maybe tweak your marketing campaign, if you have a lot of people who are reaching out to you, but no one's buying, then maybe it's what you're selling. Um, if you don't have anyone reaching out to you, then maybe it's the marketing campaign. So you just have to kind of look and it's going to be trial and error. And at some point you'll see, okay, well, this is working a little bit better. Um, as long as you are analyzing, you know, the data, you have to look at what, you know, it can't be based on emotion you know, because what you're creating is something that you love. <laughs> um, I mean, we all want to, you know, we all want to think that what we're selling is the greatest thing out there, but we have to be realistic and look at the, look at the numbers, look at the numbers because you want to cater to your, your customers or your clients. You know, we're not making these products just for ourselves. So 
analyze it and adjust as necessary. So now that that's the end of the list. That's all 17 items. And, um, you know, what I'm hoping is that, and I'm not sure where you all are in your journey, but I'm hoping that you'll take the information and actually do something with it. If you are, you know, just thinking about starting a business, I hope that, you know, maybe between now and the new year, you'll decide what type of business you want and actually take a step forward. You know, there's never going to be that perfect time. I'm, I'm sure you've heard that before. There was never going to be a perfect time to, to start this business. Oh, once I get a week off from my job, once I get, you know, someone to babysit for me, or once I finish the website or once I, you know, just take a step forward and you just have to just go for it. If you, if you already have a business and you just want to grow the business, you know, try something different, you know, use this opportunity to say, you know what, I'm going to think of some other ways to market my products or my services. And then come January 1st, I'm going to have a totally new marketing strategy. Don't, you know, there's a lot of information out there. If you Google, you know, new business startup, you'll get a ton of information. If you go on YouTube, you get a ton of information and just watching videos and listening to podcasts and reading articles on Google or Pinterest is not going to start. It's not going to open the business for you. It's not going to, you know what I mean? It's not going to do it for you. So at some point, you know, we've got to move away from, you know, watching the content to creating the content. So I hope that you'll take that chance and say, you know what, I'm going to actually, I'm going to actually go for it. Um, and then you just kind of work the bugs out as, as time goes on. Now, um, I'm hoping that the information that I'm providing to you is helpful. I'm sure not everyone's, you know, in the same place. So what I did is I created a form. It's like a feedback form. Um, it's only a five question survey. It won't take long, um, but it's on the website. It's Passive Income Group 360 slash speak. Uh, that's S-P-E-A-K because it's your turn to speak. <laughs> I want to know what type of content would be uh, the most helpful or the most beneficial to you based on where you are in your journey. So it'll take you two minutes. You know, I would appreciate the feedback because I want to make sure that the content that I'm providing to you is helpful to you. I mean, I love talking about this stuff, but I don't want to just sit here and talk about what I want to hear. You know, I want to provide beneficial, valuable information that'll help you move your business forward or to help you actually start your business. So, you know, do it for yourself, do it for the other listeners. Um, I would greatly appreciate that. Um, it'll help me know exactly who it is I'm, I'm speaking to and to bring you the information that I know that'll be helpful. Okay. So again, I apologize for the delay, but I'm sure you all know sometimes, um, you know, you have good intentions and then life gets in the way and things happen. <laughs> so I'm back. I'm back. And, um, but that's going to do it for me. And I will look forward to receiving your feedback. Again, it's Passive Income Group 360 slash speak. Your turn. All right. Have a good one. Peace. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe and look in the description for a link to join fellow listeners online. 
Until next time, peace.